the first thing we are going to talk about is noisy neighbours. I mean, chances are you've had one. If you've never had one, there's a possibility you are one. And that happened one woman, and maybe you've seen the video, it's doing the rounds on social media, whereby she found out she was the noisy neighbour. And this came as something of a shock to her after her own neighbours called around, or rather to call the police, because her alarm was going off for several hours while she was out. Our reporter Josh Crosby has been wading into this quagmire uh, for us, getting stories of noisy, nasty neighbours. Josh, we generally get on with our neighbours in this country, don't we? We do, Kieran. Now, understandably, we're not all living in one community bubble like we may have done decades ago. But from what I found, there very much still is great relationships between neighbours in Ireland. Uh, I know, personally speaking, I lived abroad and we didn't quite mix too much with the neighbours. I suppose we were all busy doing our own thing. And when I look back, maybe we were the, the young Irish that could have been from time to time the neighbours from hell. But like. I've lived in apartment settings in Ireland and houses and even in the apartment blocks you still very much create friendships to some degree. I, I know where I am now there's a real mix of age groups and we all look out for one another. We have the WhatsApp group going, it's binging off every so often and in the times of lockdowns and restrictions it was great to be able to see some few faces at least albeit with a mask on as well but to get a scope for the good and bad experiences of neighbours out there I met with these people who were out doing a bit of Christmas shopping earlier and it was largely positive. This was an incredible experience. The first week of lockdown, place of deserted, knock on the door, I always and neighbour hands me a Sunday dinner. Wow. Reminded me of something that used to happen years and years and years ago. Lockdown, a lady hands me a Sunday dinner. Everyone has had a neighbour from hell. In what ways now? Was it noise or...? Ah, uh, they just uh, said bad things about my parents and so I... So that you didn't see eye to eye no, each other at all? No, no, no. And they were a different political persuasion and that was part of their hatred towards, uh, towards my family. Right. And what do you end up doing? How do you settle a dispute like that? Ah, just kind of ignore each other, I guess. I've had great experiences with neighbours. The neighbours I had in my first house, I'm still in contact with them and we, we meet up occasionally. And the neighbour I have in my next house have been brilliant. Yeah. You know, and you help so each other out if one year away, you keep an eye on the house? Or? Absolutely, we do all that, yeah. And, and they'll put on the heat and put on the lights and, you know, we'll do the same for them. It's great, yeah. So over the years now, were there ever any annoying experiences or a nuisance? Well, we had a next-door neighbour a long time ago and uh, there was a lot of noise and you'd address it with them. It wasn't a huge issue, but eventually they moved, so we were quite relieved. And we have new neighbours, well, we have neighbours in that house now for over 20 years and we got on great. And was it awkward then having to go over and knock on a Sunday morning and say, look, the noise is a bit loud last night? Um, no, I have a very low tolerance, so <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. Because, uh, you know, you're entitled to a bit of peace in your own home. I've had a very bad experience with a housemate. A bit keen on the wine. Very late night, very... Lots, lots of shouting, never a good time. Spent three months there and I ducked out as soon as possible. <laughs> you had to leave the place? Yeah, all I can say is, as a single lad, don't live with two women. <laughs> I think we, prob- we probably have all been those neighbours at a, a certain time in our lives. We've certainly all had them. I, I had neighbours uh, in Cork and, I mean, how would I put this delicately given there are little ears around the radio? I mean, you could hear them in flagrante delicto okay. quite regularly. 
They were busy. They were kept yeah, going. Yeah, they, they were they were very energetic <laughs> neighbours, and uh, to the point that actually it just became a bit obtrusive. Actually, Josh, busy I people. Mean, but I like I let them at it, you know, where I just went for a walk, you know, until they were finished. But I mean, what what about if you got really problematic neighbours? What what do you do? I suppose it has to be up there. One of the most awkward things, like if, if someone's constantly making noise or the noise that you were hearing there or just they're grinding your gears slamming doors leaving smelly rubbish where it shouldn't be or whatever it, it can't be the smoothest of house visits to go over and knock on someone's door and basically tell them to sort their you know what out so in the most cases this is the first call then people may end up bringing the guards to come and check it out but then things can just go on and on and I've been speaking with a few different solicitors when I contacted them about this today and there are different views on what way to go with this kind of problem some say the legal route can take a long time and lots of money so that mediation is a better option. Then one solicitor pointed out that if you can't solve this issue amongst each other how will you get the other neighbour to go along, sit down in a room and dish out your differences with a third party? We'll hear from those working in this area now. So first up I spoke with Erin Brogan who's the information line coordinator with FLAC, the Free Legal Aid Advice Centre. Erin told me that last year FLAC received 13,500 calls and of those 250 of them were a neighbour dispute. Also in this next clip we'll hear from Blana Colon who's a volunteer and chairperson of Dublin Community Mediation. Well, the first issue is always looking at the tenant or the neighbour um, or the person who's causing you the difficulty because that will generally guide you as to where to go. So there are three usual types, a private owner, um, a residential tenant, privately renting or a local authority tenant. So the first thing is always to notify them orally and in writing. You always have to keep a record. If there is a significant antisocial behaviour or becomes a serious problem in the sense that it's harassment, perhaps of a criminal nature, report it to the guards, they can record it and always keep a record of it. If a resolution hasn't been reached with the neighbour and you're finding them very difficult and you can't get anything, then you can make an application to the district court. It's such a difficult, awkward scenario where people are walking into the same area. When it goes the legal route, does this not just kind of rise the temperature on this awkwardness? It can. I I suppose it depends on the nature. If the problem neighbour or the difficult neighbour is possibly not accepting of a court route and continues to breach a course that's going to cause a serious difficulty between the neighbours. Oftentimes what we find is that with mediation or with the court route that they actually do obey the court order because they realise the penalties are arising for a, a breach of court order is a potential conviction and that can have flow-on effects. We do get quite a number of inquiries about neighbourhood disputes but not all of them progress to mediation. You might have one neighbour contacting the organisation and talking about it and that indeed might start the conversation with a neighbour and it might actually lead to a resolution. And generally what are we talking about here? Is it, is it noise? Dogs barking? Yeah well we have, a, we have a sort of a joke, we have a sort of a saying parking barking hedges and at this time of year you might even be able to add in Christmas lights. What are people's options then? When it comes down to it they've knocked on the door several times and it's still not working. So so what are their options then? Okay, so the options are to go to the Gardaí and you know ultimately are supposed to bring it to court. But the big thing about mediation is that the people actually solve the dispute themselves. It is not the role of the mediator to give advice or to be diagnostic about anything. The mediator is there to facilitate. All right, some good advice there on the mediation front. As I said, unconscious, Josh, most of us have been that neighbour. We've had that neighbour. There are, I'm sure, great stories out there. So people listening have stories about being a noisy neighbour or having a noisy neighbour, do share them. 53106. You can change names. You don't have to tell us your own, but do share them, as I say. 53106. I mean... 
the pandemic probably had an impact on neighbourliness, did it? And a bringing together of communities. Yes, Kieran. So, so we do know there have been more groups, more community support networks set up. You have the sister sheds that they came along following the men's sheds. There were online book clubs that cropped up during the pandemic, then to become physical meetups. So there is a sense that we're coming together more so. People have a greater work-life balance mix maybe nowadays and they're being more imaginative to bring communities back to the way they once were. There's one group in particular called the Neighbourhood Network. Now, what this does, it encourages neighbours to connect and offers ideas that can be used as an excuse just to go along and knock on the neighbour's door. It has carried out some research itself and found that nearly everyone, 96% of communities that took part in some of these networking events, feel their neighbourhood is a friendlier one since. Sam Bishop is the CEO of the non-for-profit group. What we saw during the pandemic is there was a huge kind of outpouring of community volunteerism and energy looking out for our neighbours. And obviously that can dissipate over time. But I think people realised, first of all, we couldn't go beyond our 2K or 5K. And so people realised, actually, geez, the people who live near us, they're kind of handy because uh, they're the only people I can see. But also, they're not that bad. What does Neighbourhood Network provide then? So you offer guidance or, or do you hold events? So what Neighbourhood Network does it's a network of community leaders of people who really want to make a difference in their neighborhood but we also run national campaigns around inspiring people to get to know each other and um, but we also run hands-on projects on the ground so we go into let's say new housing estates where everyone's just received their keys and we kind of do a little fast track to community development for anyone listening now it's coming up to christmas and there might be a sense of loneliness out there for some people what advice would you have for them like they want to get out mixing again but maybe they're just a bit apprehensive about knocking on that neighbour's door. It's tricky to find the right time to knock on someone's door, especially if you've just moved into an estate and you're like, oh, um, should I go and knock on someone's door? Will I wait for someone else to come and say hello to me? And before you know it, six months have gone by and you kind of feel that the, the opportunity is lost. So I find that actually times like these, like Christmas, are really good times to check in because people are kind of thinking about the people around them. If you come up with some kind of project or some way of encouraging neighbours to connect you'd be amazed about how many people actually want to do it all right sam bishop uh there from neighborhood network group but christmas is around the corner josh so we're all meant to be in you know the spirit of giving i mean does that really extend to neighbours? Well, it does. And then there are people that just kind of let on that it does, if you get me. They just <laughs> play along, keep up with the Joneses. And some people feel pressure into dropping up a tin of biscuits to maybe the local businesses that they use throughout the year or school teachers are a big one. But when it comes to neighbours, most people do it with people that would have a tradition of giving gifts to for years. I asked these people today, will they be knocking into their neighbour over the next few weeks or can they be bothered by it at all? I'll give Christmas cards to my neighbours. And I always keep an eye on the ones that I'm friends with, but obviously I don't know everybody in my road because it's quite a big road. All your family members are Christmas there, Stephen's there, everyone does that, that's it. It's over. Once the dishes are done, after it. You're, you're not bringing over a tin of biscuits or a bottle of something? Nothing, wouldn't give them that. We're looking to get a card now, you know. Just at Christmas time now, would you be calling into neighbours or would you be... Yeah, yeah, I'd drop in a little present to them, yeah. There's a couple of neighbours I'd drop presents oh, How many of you on your list now? Three. Three. And <laughs> yeah. you've been doing it for years? Or... Yeah, 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 a long time, yeah. yeah. No, no, they all go away, you know, so the house would be empty. We just have visitors over, they bring us big biscuits and stuff, you know, so... 
you're getting all the gifts. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she makes the chocolates. For other people, yeah, yes. For other people. So you, you make your own chocolates and you give them to neighbors? Yes, as gifts. Yes, yes. Uh, for sure, gifts, family, uh, so on and so forth. Like We had a, a very kind neighbor who I'd make a nice meal for and bring it up to him or ask him to come on over or whatever. That would be our little Christmas treat for the, the neighbor. The gift of giving at Christmas yeah. time. That's right. I like doing the homemade stuff. Get on with them, yes. I can't think of any that I haven't. So come up to Christmas like. now, will you be visiting and doing the rounds? Yes, we're having our next door neighbours in for dinner next weekend. And then they might return the favour? They might. <laughs> All right, nice neighbours there to hear, and it's nice to hear it. I'd love to hear some bad stories, though. Whether you have been the neighbour from hell or you've had the neighbour from hell. 53106, the number.